Welcome to another episode of the Exhale Podcast, a candid conversation about current matters relating to respiratory diagnostic and lung health. Your hosts are Mark Russell, Marketing Communications Manager, and Troy Pridgen, Executive Vice President of Sales and Operations for Vitalgraph North America, a global leader in respiratory diagnostics. We have a heartwarming interview today with Courtney Turcott Bond, an author of a book called Breathtaking, The Powerful, Fragile, and Future of Our Extraordinary Lungs, based on her experience with a student who has cystic fibrosis. Well, Courtney, uh, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Please give us a little bit of background on yourself, education, experience, and what's your current responsibilities. Sure. So I am a full-time high school English teacher. I teach freshman honors English, and then I also teach creative writing. And so that is my full-time job. And something that I do on the side sometimes with that is that I will be a homebound teacher for students who are not able to come to school for various reasons. And so I'll work with them outside of the school day at their homes usually. Well, thanks for that. Your book, Breathtaking, looks absolutely fascinating. Can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to write it? Sure. So I had, uh, even though I'm a full-time English teacher, I do a lot of writing stuff on the side. And back in about 2014 to 2015, I had started the process of writing a novel. And at that same time, I was asked by my school district to work with this special girl named Madison, who was going to be homebound for a while. And I'd worked with several students before. And this one, they said, hey, this one's probably going to be a little bit more long term, because she has cystic fibrosis. And she had had a double lung transplant three years prior. But her body had started rejecting the lungs. And so she was too sick to go to school. And this is 2015 at the time. And so this is before, you know, the age of COVID where kids are used to zooming in and doing all of that. So I agreed to that. And for two years, I worked with Madison and got to learn a lot about cystic fibrosis and saw the process of her using nebulizers and taking dozens of pills while I would go to her house several times a week to work with her. And the story of breathtaking just popped into my head during that process of working with Madison. So did you know anything about cystic fibrosis before you met Madison? No, not all. Like I knew I had heard of it before. So before I started working with Madison, we had this meeting and her parents came and were explaining, you know, what cystic fibrosis was and everything. And and when the my principal had said, we want you to work with the student who has cystic fibrosis, I literally was like, okay, you know, I'm racking my brain. Like I, I feel like I've heard of that before, but I have no idea what that is. So it's interesting that I went from being really ignorant about this topic to I wouldn't call myself an expert by any means but I have learned so much about it just with working with Madison and of course doing more research for the novel because that is definitely a topic that comes up in in the novel as well so it was an interesting journey of education in that regards yeah it's interesting the way sometimes a, knowing a person really kind of brings a, a disease or a disorder into focus and, and you can really understand what they're going through well, what was it specifically about her story that was important to you or touched you 
Yeah, so Madison was 15 when I met her, and she was just this spitfire of a little girl. She was so tiny because all of the medication that they endure and the way the disease works, it just doesn't allow the body to grow as much. So she was itty-bitty, and uh, despite that, she just had this huge personality. And the thing with Madison was she knew she was going to pass away early in life. Like she would never talk about having kids. She would never talk about getting married and had told me she thought that would be unfair to ever get married or or do any of those things because she knew she was going to die young. And so she knew that she was on borrowed time and just lived every moment that she could to the fullest. And she absolutely hated having to be homebound. She loved going to school. She loved learning and socializing and everything. And so the fact that this girl just wanted to fill every moment she could was really inspiring to me as this adult. So I often say that even though I was her teacher, she taught me way more than I could have ever taught her. So that was fascinating to me just watching this girl in that way. But she has just this really cool story with her double lung transplant. So the donor for Madison was a high school senior from Mississippi. And we are from Topeka, Kansas. And so when Madison was about 12, she was told she was so sick with cystic fibrosis that she most likely was not going to see her 13th birthday. And so her pulmonologist said, you might want to think about getting a double lung transplant. So she and her mom moved to St. Louis and they put her at the top of the donor list and they were there because the St. Louis Children's Mercy Hospital is like the place you want to be. It's like the donor hub of the Midwest. And so they moved there so that if a donation came in that was a match, that she could have the surgery right away and have the procedure. So anyways, they moved to St. Louis and the person who matched up with her was this special kid from Mississippi who just had a freak accident playing touch football with some of his baseball team members for a just kind of a fun Friday conditioning that they were doing in the fall. And he ended up passing away, sadly, and his lungs were a perfect match for Madison. And so hearing her talk about that story over the time that I worked with her was just so fascinating. And I got to know about Alex. I got to be at her birthday celebration, when, which that is when someone who has received a new pair of lungs, the anniversary of receiving those, they call it a birthday. And so that was really neat. I got to witness her meet Alex's parents for the first time, her lung donor, and they got to listen to his lungs inside Madison's body. So just so many things over the course of years that I got to spend with Madison, I just learned so many neat things about their story and the importance of organ donation and all of that. Wow. So from this experience, what can you tell loved ones and friends that maybe have family members or or people they know that have cystic fibrosis? What did you learn from it? Well, the main takeaway for me was, well, a couple of things. First of all, the importance of organ donation. And like, I never thought that closely about organ donation. I mean, I, I am an organ donor. It's on my driver's license, but it really started hitting me that if this teenager from Mississippi, who was a senior in high school at the time, wouldn't have made the decision to be an organ donor, 
that I would have never met Madison. So she received her new pair of lungs when she was 12. I met her when she was 15. And if Alex wouldn't have done that, she would have passed away. And I would have never had the opportunity to meet this girl and have her inspire me. So that's something that I, it's a major message that I wanted to use my book to be a tool for, to let people know how important that is. And also, like I said before, with Madison knowing that she was on limited time, most teenagers don't think that way. They think, you know, and I, I've been a teacher for almost 20 years, and most teenagers and most people in general just think they're gonna live forever. You know, they just don't have that death day on their mind, and Madison did, and so she didn't take any minute for granted and every breath that she took, she didn't take it for granted. And so that's something that I also wanted to have be part of my novel and to be a message for other people. And Madison was just so neat when she was in high school, the days that she was able to come, she just wanted to be involved in everything. You know, she was the, I think, I believe it was like the the secretary or the vice president or something of her senior class. And she was the president of this club that encourages kids to make good decisions. And she was really against, you know, tobacco use and things like that. Like, why would people purposely damage their lungs when she had these lungs that she would give anything to breathe normally for? So those are the things that I want to get across and help people who do have cystic fibrosis or those families families that are touched by this horrible disease to get that message across too, and hopefully someday find a cure for it. I tell you what, organ donating is, is so important. And uh, you're right. You really don't know how much it affects people by checking that box for your driver's license. I've been doing it since I started driving. It's an easy thing to do and say, but you have no idea how it affects people and will affect people. It's a, it's a planning tool for helping people down the line. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just a way to have your your life not or the death not be in vain. And, you know, over this process of writing this book, I've gotten to meet Alex's family. So Alex, again, was the person who donated his lungs to Madison. And he was in the course of his death, he was able to save five different lives. And his mom in particular has been really good about being in contact with all of the recipients of his organs and losing a child. I can't even imagine. But this is some way that she she feels like his life has gone on by being able to save these other people. And it, this this really unique connection between the donor's family and the recipient's families. I can tell Madison was quite an inspiration and uh, very, very important to you and, and really opened your eyes to this world that so many people live through that many of us will never experience. Through that, are you aware of any current treatments or clinical trials or things like that that are developing on the horizon that might be a, a ray of hope? Yeah, one benefit of publishing my novel back in 2020 was just being really ingrained in the cystic fibrosis community and getting to meet people in that community besides Madison. And there is a drug that came out recently, I want to say 2020, 2021, something like that, that has been really beneficial for people who have cystic fibrosis. Off the top of my head, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but one of the unfortunate things about that is that you have to, it, it doesn't work for everybody. And I, again, I'm not an expert on it, but I know you have to be a good match for this particular drug. And so while some people it's been better for them, it, it doesn't work for everyone. So it's really important to me that 
this is something that gets the attention that it deserves and it gets the funding that it deserves so that someday we can find a cure for everyone with CF, whether they have a certain strain or how severe it is or whatever. Well, let's help people find out uh, where to get your book. Uh, where, where can they find it? And then perhaps uh, what, what project do you have next? Yes, the book can be found just about anywhere you buy books. Amazon, of course, Barnes and Noble. You can always, I love supporting local bookstores. So if your local bookstore doesn't have it currently on the shelf, you can always ask them to order it and they can do that. And of course, that will help the bookstore. It's available in paperback. It's also available as an ebook and even an audio book. And you can find it again anywhere that you like to get those or shop for those more digital versions of the book. So one of the next projects I would like to do is, well, Alex and Madison were just two really inspirational kids to everyone who knew them. And they have, besides just sharing a set of lungs, they have lots of things that are in common. Um, sadly, Madison passed away her senior year of high school back in 2018. And Alex, her donor, passed away his senior year of high school back in 2012. And there's just so many cool things about their lives that I want to, that I incorporated in my novel, but I want to give people an insight of more about their lives. So I would like to publish something that gives people like an idea of these two kids. So some type of biography. I also write poetry. So that's another thing I've been kind of working on on the side is maybe just a, a poetry book. So something totally different than a novel, but I've got lots of things on the horizon that I am hoping to work on. Courtney, is there anything else that you'd like to add and uh, maybe tell our listeners? One thing about the book that not everybody is aware of is that part of the proceeds goes to help fund the Madison Talaferro Memorial Scholarship and the Alex Lott Memorial Scholarship. Both families of Alex and Madison had set up a scholarship in honor of their kids after they passed away. And when I started writing Breathtaking and after Madison had passed away, I was wanting this to be something bigger than just the book. And so I talked to the families and said that I really wanted this to help fund those scholarships. And so back in 2020, or I guess 2021, the sales of Breathtaking were able to fund 80% of the scholarships for both Madison and Alex that year. And this past year, I believe it funded about 25% for people who were the recipients of those. So when you buy the book, you're not just buying a book, you're helping send kids to college. That's wonderful. Well, Courtney, this has been a really insightful and, you know, kind of heartbreaking story that you give, but it's it's essential and we really need to tell people that more and more than anything is that do check your box for uh, being an organ donor. It really makes a difference in people's lives. And hopefully we've given our listeners an insight more on cystic fibrosis and, and really from a patient end of it. And it's, it's amazing that you got to experience Madison's last couple of years of her life. Yes, she was incredible. And like I said before, she was someone that not, not only touched me, but everyone that she came in contact with. And I know that sounds kind of cliche, but it really was true about Madison. Courtney, thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You've reached the end of another episode of Exhale with Vitalograph. Don't forget to follow us for new upcoming episodes and recommend this podcast to friends and family. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again on the Exhale podcast.